G'day guys and welcome to Aussie English. My objective here is to teach you guys the English spoken down under. So whether you want to speak like a fair dinkum Aussie or you just want to understand what the flippin' hell we're on about when we're having a yarn, you've come to the right place. So sit back, grab a cuppa and enjoy Aussie English. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Aussie English. Today is yet again another pronunciation episode and like we've done in the recent past, wouldn't have and couldn't have, today we're going to do should not have and it's contracted forms shouldn't have, shouldn't have and shouldna. So, should's an auxiliary or modal verb used in English and it's similar to would and could. It has a few different uses in English, which I might go into more detail in another episode in the future. So, for now, we'll just go through how to pronounce the different contractions of the negative form, should not have. So, it's negative because not is in the middle there, should not have, shouldn't have. So, some examples of how to use should not have or how I might use should not have. Say, for example, you went to a party last night and you got really drunk because you drank way too much. So, maybe you had way too much beer, maybe you mixed your drinks as well, so you had a lot of beer, you had a lot of wine, you had a lot of spirits like vodka, whiskey, bourbon, and then you wake up today and you have the worst hangover you've ever had in your life, so you've got an incredibly bad headache. So, once you actually wake up, the first thing you might think, apart from, oh, my head, it hurts, is... I really shouldn't have drunk so much last night or I definitely shouldn't have mixed my drinks. And you could also think, in fact, I probably shouldn't have gone to the party at all. So it's really that looking back and thinking about what you would have been better not doing. So if you shouldn't have done something, it's that you sort of express some kind of regret and you think it would have been better if I hadn't done that thing. I shouldn't have. So, another example could be that someone has gone to the doctors for a specific medical condition that they have and you asked what they were up to and they said, I went to the doctors and then you've asked them why they went to the doctors and although most people would probably say, uh, you don't want to know, it's a little gory, it's a little gruesome and we often say the gory details are the gruesome details here, Um, the person's given you everything about why they went to the doctor. So, they've explained to you all the gory details, all the gruesome details about what their medical condition was and why they went to the doctor. And so, you could think after they've told you all these really, really gory and gruesome details, you could think, oh, gross, I shouldn't have asked. So, I shouldn't have asked. It would have been better if I hadn't asked you why you went to the doctor. Uh, You could think, uh, you shouldn't have told me that, so it was way too much information, it was very gross, you gave me all of the gory details, all of the gruesome details about your medical condition, you really should not have told me that, you shouldn't have told me that. And you could also think or say you shouldn't have gone into that much detail, so you shouldn't have been that explicit, you shouldn't have described all of the things related to your medical condition because it was gross, it was gross. So, yeah, that's how I would use should not have, shouldn't have, shouldn't have, or shouldn't have. 
So now we'll just go through a listen and repeat exercise, guys, where I will use all of the different contractions, should not have, shouldn't have, shouldn't have, and shouldn't with the different pronouns in English. So listen and repeat after me. I should not have. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have. You should not have. You shouldn't have. You shouldn't have. You shouldn't have. He should not have. He shouldn't have. He shouldn't have. He shouldn't have. She should not have. She shouldn't have. She shouldn't have. She shouldn't have. We should not have. We shouldn't have. We shouldn't have. We shouldn't have. They should not have. They shouldn't have. They shouldn't have. They shouldn't have. So yeah, go over those exercises a few times, guys, and just practice the pronunciation of these different contractions. You don't necessarily have to use them. You just need to know what they sound like and what the person means when they use these contractions if they're native speakers so that you don't have to think, what did they say? What did they mean? And you don't have to ask them, can you repeat? Can you please say that again? If they say something like, they shouldn't have done that, you're going to know instantly they're trying to say they should not have done that. They shouldn't have done that. So, we'll do some substitution exercises, guys, where I will get you to repeat the sentence I say and then convert that sentence into a more contracted version of, say, should not have into shouldn't have. And that'll be the first exercise. So, here I'm going to go through some different sentences and I'm going to say the first sentence with should not have and I want you to repeat it using the contracted form shouldn't have. So, just contract the not onto should for shouldn't have. I should not have stayed up so late last night. I shouldn't have stayed up so late last night. You should not have given up so easily. You shouldn't have given up so easily. He should not have left the party so early. He shouldn't have left the party so early. She should not have gone to the beach without me. 
She shouldn't have gone to the beach without me. We should not have drunk so much beer. We shouldn't have drunk so much beer. They should not have asked if they didn't want to know. They shouldn't have asked if they didn't want to know. So you might notice there too, guys, that I may or may not have slightly made the have and oof sound so that it may sound like shouldn't oof. It's hard for me to kind of split it apart because I'm so used to saying shouldn't oof and shouldna. These are the ways that I would really say this when I speak to most other native English speakers and to foreigners as well. It sounds really, really weird when I say these sentences completely uncontracted. So when I say that we should not have drunk so much beer, that is something that I would almost never say like that. I would almost always use some kind of contraction, whether it's shouldn't have, shouldn't have, or shouldn't have. So now we'll do this same set of sentences again. And this will be the end. This will be the last exercise. And I'll say the same sentences, but this time I'm going to say them with shouldn't do. And I want you to convert them into the contraction shouldn't na. Shouldn't na. And I think you're going to hear this contraction the most often. Shouldn't na. Shouldn't na. This is just how most English native speakers say shouldn't have. So listen and repeat after me, guys. I shouldn't have stayed up. Late last night. I shouldn't have stayed up so late last night. You shouldn't have given up so easily. You shouldn't have given up so easily. He shouldn't have left the party so early. He shouldn't have left the party so early. She shouldn't have gone to the beach without me. She shouldn't have gone to the beach without me. We shouldn't have drunk so much beer. We shouldn't have drunk so much beer. They shouldn't have asked if they didn't want to know. They shouldn't have asked if they didn't want to know.
So you'll notice too, guys, as you start practicing these and as you start using the contraction shouldna, you'll probably be able to notice that it flows a lot more. It sounds so much better for me at least and so much easier to say when I say sentences like, I shouldn't have stayed up late last night. You shouldn't have given up so easily. He shouldn't have left the party so early. It just comes out so much easier when I say it like that. And this is probably why these contractions have formed because it's easier to say like this when we're speaking quickly. Anyway, as I always tell you guys at the end of these episodes, only really worry about understanding what these contractions represent, should not have in this example. If you don't want to use them yourself when you speak, you don't have to, but it's just something you want to understand when other people use these phrases and these contractions when they speak. So that's this episode, guys. I hope you enjoyed it and I'll chat to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Aussie English Podcast, guys. If you haven't already, please come and join the community on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash the Aussie English Podcast, where I make daily posts about anything and everything related to Australia. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, then please leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher or whichever platform you're listening to it through, as it'll help the podcast grow. Thanks again, guys, and enjoy your day. Oh, wow.